in the book of Psalms throughout this week, and the Lord has certainly helped me in my circumstances with this scripture. And while I was sitting there in the choir tonight, listening, I heard orders from headquarters come in. And he said, I want you to go over to the book of Job. And I want you to tie the book of Job in to what we're going to preach tonight. He gave me the title of the message, which is different than what I told you, Brother Alex. Tonight, if we can, by God's help, we'd like to begin in the book of Psalms, the 46th chapter, the book of Psalms. If you hold your finger there, we're going back to the book of Job. After we conclude with the reading of the book of Psalms, Job chapter 1. Psalms 46. Psalms 46 is such a very special scripture to me. It is one of my go-to scriptures when I'm going to the hospital. It is one of my go-to scriptures whenever I am counseling or trying to help someone. And there has been times in my life that God has had to help me with this particular scripture. The book of Psalms, the 46th chapter of the book of Psalms, if you found that tonight, will you say amen? amen. All right, Brother Alex, I'm going to turn the pulpit mic off. All right, amen, hallelujah. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore will not we fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, Selah, there is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place, or the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. He shall not be moved. She shall not be moved. God shall help her. And that right early, the heathen raged, the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice, the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. The book of Job. Chapter number 1, verse number 1, the Bible says, There was a man in the land of us whose name was Job. And that man was perfect and upright, and one that feared God and eschewed evil. And there were born unto him seven sons and three daughters. His substance also was seven thousand sheep and three thousand camels, five thousand yoke of oxen, and five hundred she-asses, and a very great household, so that this man was great, was the greatest of all the men of the east. And this, his sons went and feasted in their houses, every one his day, and sent and called for their three sisters to eat and to drink with them. And it was so, when the days of their feasting were gone about, that Job sent and sanctified them. 
and rose up early in the morning and offered burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, It may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus did Job continually. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth evil. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Doth Job fear God for naught? Here's the text. Hast thou not made an hedge about him and about his house and about all that he hath on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. But put forth thine, eye, thine hand now, and touch all that he hath, and he will curse thee to thy face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power. Only upon himself put not forth thine hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. You may be seated. Father, good God in heaven, Lord, as we humbly bow in your presence this hour, Lord, we're out of our comfort zone tonight, Lord God, as you have uh, sprung this on us, Father, in such a way, Lord God, that I'm wholly dependent upon thee. Lord, I pray tonight, God, that you bring back to my mind, Lord God, what I've studied. and Lord God, I pray tonight, God, that You'd help me to say what you want me to and help me not to say that which you'd have me not to say. But Lord, I pray tonight, dear God, that you'd anoint our stammering tongue. Lord, I pray tonight, dear God, that you'd help our lips of clay. Lord God, I pray tonight you'd cleanse our minds, empty us of self, and help us to get Jonah out of the boat. Father, we love you. We thank you. We give you glory and honor. Save the sinner. Reclaim the backslider and encourage the child of God. We give you thanks in Jesus' name. Together the church says, Amen. Amen. If we can tonight for a little while, we'd like to preach around this thought. Living within the hedge of God. Tonight I want us to understand tonight uh, several points before we get into the message. I want you to understand tonight that God uh, is still uh, dominant over the devil. Amen. Amen. The devil cannot do anything in your life without the permissible will of God allowing it to happen. Amen. Now I've given you Bible for it tonight. We see tonight according to the word of God here in the book of Job uh, that Job was a perfect man according to the will of God. You say, preacher, there's none perfect. Uh, Hey, I know the Bible says there's none good. Amen. Uh, But I also know tonight that God himself called Job perfect. Uh, And you understand tonight uh, that God blessed the work of his hands. Uh, And I want you and I to understand this evening uh, as long as we live within the complete hedge of God... uh, there is nothing that can come your way. Uh, 
I want you to understand tonight, honey, that we need to live our life that it would be pleasing unto the Lord. Amen. The songwriter said, what may come, what may, uh, uh, help me here, Adam, uh, the song that you and uh, Faye and uh, the family sings tonight. Uh, amen. Yeah. How's that go? What may come? Thy will be done. I want us to understand tonight that uh, there are times that even the children of God has to suffer. Even the children of God has to fight sickness. Uh, Even the children of God uh, has to go through pain. Uh, Even the child of God has to suffer. Uh, Amen. Uh, Because of the affliction of sin. Uh, You say, preacher, I'm saved. Uh, I don't understand tonight uh, why that I would have to suffer. Well, let me simply say tonight, uh, we might be saved and I thank God that we are tonight but that does not get us tonight off of planet earth you understand tonight all the problems tonight that we see on the earth are because of one man's sin amen because of sin and because of one man whose name was Adam amen he allowed sin to enter in thank God listen that's why we've got the thorns and the thistles. Amen. That's why we've got the autumn olive. That's why we've got the multiple floor rose. You understand tonight these are the curse that sin brings on it. Honey, but even in our life tonight we can be saved and on our way to heaven and you understand tonight we may have to go through some consequences. We may have to endure some affliction. I thought tonight Kelly's a good friend up at Mount Pleasant Uh, they just buried her daddy yesterday Uh, amen Uh, a horrible situation Uh, but I want you to know thank God by his own testimony Uh, he is in glory Uh, I want you to understand tonight we've had to bury some out of this church Uh, honey that have suffered the sickness Uh, honey that have suffered torment Uh, we've seen some here at Union Valley uh, that were in tragic accidents uh, and no fault of their own Uh, honey but they were afflicted We've seen some that have lost their homes. We've seen some that have lost their jobs. And we've even seen mommies and daddies right here at Union Valley, honey, that have lost their children. I want you to understand tonight, honey, listen to me, child of God. If there is a consequence in your life, I want you to know tonight, God's not there on the throne, on the edge of his seat, looking in a manual, trying to decide what's going to happen happen next. God is in control. Amen. And I want you to understand tonight, honey, the devil cannot do anything to you. The devil cannot take anything from you. The devil cannot afflict anything you've got without the permission straight from the throne of God. And you understand tonight that if God has allowed that to happen in your life, I'm going to make a statement. You might not agree with me, but that's all right. We've disagreed before. Amen. You ought to be thankful that God has chosen you to suffer for the cause of Christ. Oh, my. 
Did not the scripture say count it all joy? Amen. When you fall in diverse temptations, you understand tonight that's out of the book of James. You understand tonight, honey, there are some very important things that we see in the book of Job. You understand tonight that whenever Job, honey, whenever his family was afflicted, you know, Job lost all ten of his kids. He lost, amen, all of his oxen. He lost all of his she-asses. He lost all of his livestock. His wife said, why don't you just curse God and die? Amen. And you understand, oh, Job was covered in bulls from head to toe. He sat down in burnt ashes. According to the word of God, he took the pottery and he scraped the bowls. You understand tonight, one thing Job did not do, he did not walk away from the hedge of God. You hear me and you hear me well. God may open up a gap in the hedge, honey, but you hear me. There is still safety living in the hedge of God. Amen. There might be a hole in it. Amen. And that may allow the devil in. That may allow your family to go through some trials. May allow your children to endure some sickness. May allow your family, honey, to face some financial chance. Honey, but I want you to know it is still better to be in the hedge of God than it is to live outside of the hedge of God away from the protection of a thrice holy God you understand tonight glory hallelujah you understand tonight if he's opened up opened up a six foot gap and allowed the devil to come against you thank God you know what I've learned I've learned I'm not in the hedge by my lonesome he said he'd never leave me nor forsake me but he's in there with me tonight and it's better to live in the hedge of God Amen. The, the writer said the book of Psalm. Brother Ricky, I'm going to have to have a little bit of volume, please. Amen. Don't let me hurt anybody's ears, but I'm struggling with my voice. We already know tonight the book of Psalm said God is our refuge. You know, I was thinking tonight about that refuge. There is a law in the Word of God that is called the law of first mention. You go back to whenever that a word is represented in the first part of the Bible and that generally is the principal definition or defining meaning for that word throughout the word of God and we find the word refuge it was first mentioned all the way back there in the book of Numbers whenever that God told him to appoint amen, cities of refuge that's when an individual may kill somebody amen and he might have claimed it was an accident you understand Stand tonight, listen. If I were to kill Brother Jeff, then Brother Jeff's family had got a right, an eye for an eye, and a tooth for a tooth under the law. Are you with me tonight? Oh, Brother Jeff might be dead, but Canyon, amen, and Brother Oak, and Brother Jeff's family had got a right to pursue me. Honey, but God set up six cities, and they were cities of refuge, honey, that I could run. Amen. Amen. 
that I could find safety until the elders of that city and were able to hold were able to hold a jury were able to hold a court session and to see whether I killed Brother Jeff out of malice or whether it was an accidental kill you hear what I'm telling you tonight oh glory I'm glad tonight honey that God is our refuge you understand tonight as long as I was inside of the city of refuge Jeff's family honey they could come in the city but they could not touch me they could not bother me because I was protected glory 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 I might have done wrong I might have been in the guilty party honey but for the time being I was protected you understand tonight honey that if I stepped outside of the city of refuge I was free game amen they could kill me and they wouldn't be a thing nobody could do about it amen the law was this amen when the cities of refuge was set up you got to stay inside of the boundary of the city listen to me child of God amen you realize tonight you've got to stay inside of the hedge of God there is protection from a thrice holy God amen but if you get outside of the hedge of God amen you know what the Bible said the Bible said thou shalt not tempt the Lord and thy God you understand tonight if you're living outside of the hedge of God you're taking your life in your own hands tonight amen you say preacher how can I live outside of the hedge of God turn your back on him turn your back on him Walk away from him. You know what you're doing? You're leaving the protection of a thrice holy God who sees all. Amen. Amen. Who's able to strengthen you. Look here. Psalm said it like this. God is our refuge and strength. Amen. Amen. You realize tonight, honey, old brother, thank God tonight, old brother Samson, he had lived his life. Let's be honest. Old brother Samson was not a real godly man. You say, preacher, what do you mean? I know he was a Nazarite. I know he didn't cut his hair. Honey, but I want you to know what his downfall was. It was chasing women. Amen. Amen. Now, don't you look at me like that. Bless the Lord. Amen. It's got a lot of men. And you know what it did? Old brother old brother Samson, he went in and he told Delilah one thing. And she tried that to take his strength. Amen. And then she gave him the guilt tree. She might have given him the puppy dog eyes. Amen, neighbor. She might have given him a speech, honey, to try to lure him a little bit, a little bit deeper. And it got to the point, honey, where he finally, he finally broke down. And he told her, "Well, it is the strength of my body is in my hair." You know what he did? He laid his head on Delilah's lap. You know what she did? She cut it off. Amen. And you know what? Old Samson got up whenever they cried out the Philistines are coming am I not in the book oh brother Samson got up and he had not perceived honey that he lost his strength and he went out and he shook himself as in the time before and you know what the Philistines did honey they took him amen they took his eyes out yes sir neighbor honey they bound him up amen and they made a sport of him honey but I want you to listen amen in the book of Judges 16 and 28 
They had old, Je- old uh, uh, Samson uh, tied up, uh, had him chained up, uh, had him bound up. Uh, his hair, listen to me, uh, his hair was cut short. Uh, he did not have the strength that he once had uh, because he tempted the Lord thy God. Uh, he made a sober decision uh, to step outside of the hedge of God. Uh, honey, but listen, uh, I've got good news. Uh, just because you made a decision at one time uh, to step outside of the hedge of God, uh, neighbor, that decision does not have to be final. God will take you back. He'll put you in. All you got to do is pray to Him and say, God, I need you one more time. Oh, Brother Samson, in the book of Judges, chapter 16, and verse 28, and Samson called unto the Lord and said, O Lord God, remember me, I pray thee, and strengthen me. I pray thee only this once, O God, that I may be, amen, at the once avenged of the Philistines for my two eyes. You know what old Brother Samson did? Amen. They had him chained up, honey, between two pillars. And you know, Chuck, tonight. There was over 3,000 Philistines. Amen. In that house. I'm in the book now. You check me out. And we find, thank God, oh brother Samson, he prayed unto a God who heard his prayer. After Samson had turned and walked away from him. You know what Samson's prayer was? Lord, would you do it again? And you know what we need to do? Neighbor, if you stepped outside of the hedge of God, you need to say, God, I'm sorry. Sorry, will you take me one more time? Would you give me another chance? Would you let me back in? And thank God, God will in no wise cast you out, but He'll welcome you in to the hedge of God. The Bible says that Brother Samson killed more Philistines in that one moment than in his entire life. I'm in the book now. Preacher, what are you saying tonight? I'm just simply saying tonight, our strength tonight. Amen. I'm going to go. I'm going to go against the flow of the world here with this one, and you might disagree, and that's all right. Again, if we got to disagree on it tonight, we'll argue about it. I'm all right to argue about it. All right. Our strength tonight is not in numbers. I've heard it said, "Strength in numbers." Amen. I know what they're saying. I know what they're talking about. But our strength is in holiness. Amen. Boy, that went over like a lead balloon, didn't it? Our strength is when we live right. When we walk right. When we talk right. Amen. When we live a separated life. Oh, boy, I done lost three-fourths of you. I can tell already. When we decide... Lord, I'm not going with that crowd. But Lord, I'm going to stand with you. Amen. You know where our strength is? Thank God by the Holy Ghost. Amen. Oh, Brother Ricky told a story one time. Honey, about the old Indian chief. Honey, that was saved in revival. Thank God, Ricky. I'm glad you told it. I'm going to tell it again. Hallelujah. Amen. That old Indian chief, he got saved in revival. And the old preacher, a mountain preacher, went back to see him a few weeks later. He said, Chief, how are you? 
you doing? He said, great war inside. He said, what do you mean? He said, great war inside. He said, which one's winning? He said, two dog. He said, which one's winning? He said, the one I feed the most. Amen. And you realize tonight, child of God, that if we step out of the permissive will of God and we take our life in our own hands and we say, Lord, I don't need you. I've got to figure it out. Neighbor, you know what we're doing? We're walking away from the protection of God. We're shaking our fist in the face of God. And we're saying, God, I've got it. But you know what God wants us to do? No matter what comes, no matter what may, stay in the will of God. Stay in the hedge of God. You may go through hardship, sure. You probably will. God will build you strength up. He'll test you. But don't abandon what God has set around you tonight. God is our refuge and strength. Amen. Listen to this now. A very present help. I'm glad I don't have to call and make a reservation for it. Amen. I'm glad I don't have to wait on him to call. Amen. Do you know tonight, the Bible says tonight, the eyes of the Lord are in every place. What's that mean, preacher? He is omnipresent. Amen. That means he can be with me up there on the mountain in Pinch. Brother Mike, he can be with you over here on the holler. Amen. Adam, he can be with you out there on the hill all in the same time. Amen. Man. He is omnipresent. Thank God. The devil ain't omnipresent, neighbor. Amen. But God is. He's omnipotent. Amen. He's omniscient. He's omnipresent tonight. Now, let's focus in on that just a minute. You realize tonight, honey, the only way that a police officer can protect me if he is with me. Would you agree with me right there? But there is not enough police officers to escort us every where we go but we've got a God in glory thank God who the earth is his footstool and heaven is his throne he is everywhere he hears all he sees all amen he knows all and you realize tonight honey that if we get outside of the will of God we are choosing to take our life in our own hands Jeremiah 23 and 24 said it like this can any hide himself in secret places that I shall not see him saith the Lord. Do not I feel heaven and earth, saith the Lord. Amen. Thank God tonight. He's everywhere. Job 34 and 21 said, for his eyes are upon the ways of man, and he seeth all his goings. Do you realize tonight the Christian you are when nobody's around is the Christian you really are. We come to church, we put on a good show, and I appreciate you doing that, but I want something genuine. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. I mean, I want somebody to know what you're testifying about. I want somebody to get up here and sing, and the Holy Ghost be on them. Amen. Because it's genuine. And if we are making a sober decision, now think about this. Job could have took the advice of his wife. He could have cursed God and died. Amen. But you know what Job did not say? Amen. 
He did not call his wife a foolish woman. Amen. Let, let, let's, let's get in the book now. Don't take it out of context. What the word said that thou speakest as the foolish women. Amen. That's two different statements. You know what Job was doing to his wife? He was trying to give her a sobriety check. He was trying to say, honey, think about what you're saying. Amen. You realize tonight, amen, you realize tonight that there has been times, I'll just testify a minute, there has been times since my daughter has been sick that I have struggled to the point where I have asked the Lord, how much more? I've had people say, how you doing preacher? And this has been my response. I'm trying to trust him. Don't you judge me. Amen. Life's real, neighbor. And you know what I've seen? I've seen Brother Jeff, no matter how hard it's got, he's still been there. Amen. You know what? Tonight, I'm trusting him. I'm trusting him. No matter what happens, he's in control. And you understand tonight, no matter what happens in your life, he's in control. But we've got to make a decision. I'm going to stand up. I'm going to plant my feet on solid ground. And Lord, I'm going to live for you. No matter how bad it gets, no matter what comes, no matter what may, I'm going to stand for you. Lord, I want to live in the center of thy will. And I want to stay in your protective hedge. I thought about Adam's kids and Lindsay's kids. My heart broke just a few weeks ago. Whenever y'all told us that their temperatures was running so high. I thought about some of these other whose sickness is just. Hey listen, you know Union Valley has been a bullseye for the devil. Amen. Had 30-some folks hit with COVID. Amen. At one time. Yeah. Lost two out of the church with COVID. Amen. <laughs> but you know what it ain't time to do? It ain't time to shut the doors. It ain't time to say we're not going to assemble no more. You know what it is time to do? It's time for us to lace up our bootstraps. Amen. Get out our shield of faith. Hold our... It's time to stand up and fight in the hedge of God. You know, one of the hardest losses out of this church that I ever took. Now listen to me. He sat right there. Brother Booney. I mean, that hurt. That hurt me. Brother Booney was just a few years older than we are, Jay. Brother Booney, on that Sunday morning, I remember giving me a hug. Brother Brian, you all went through it. Brother Booney, he called me. I had no idea that he was even sick. He called me from the hospital. He, he was trying to talk to me and it was muffled because of the CPAP they had him on. Listen to me, life's real. Brother Booney said this, Preacher, will you pray for me? You know what that did to the old preacher? It broke me. I mean, it broke me. 
I prayed, and it just wasn't just a little while longer. They had to put him on the ventilator. Listen to me. It wasn't too much longer until his wife called and Kim, uh, we were talking, and she said, Preacher, she said they won't let anybody in to see him. And you know what that did? <laughs> Honey, that hurts. When she finally got to get in to see him, it was when they were going to unplug everything. Listen to me. I do not believe by Booty's own testimony that he had stepped out of the heads of God. No, sorry. Amen. I believe he was still living right where God wanted him. Booney had a beautiful testimony, but he lost his life. Now listen to me. When we live in the hedge of God, doesn't mean that you won't have to fight some fights. Doesn't mean you won't have to go through some valleys. Does not mean you won't be afflicted. But you know what God does not want us to do? He does not want us to abandon the hedge. There is more protection in the hedge of God than there is of all the military forces in America. Amen. We are fighting a spiritual warfare. And the only way for us to fight is within the hedge of God. Now listen. I'm almost done. I I'm, didn't intend to. Jeff, Adam, Jen, Faye, if you can come help them. How about y'all sing it tonight? That'd be all right. That'd be all right. Amen. There are times in our life when we may get some bad news. Amen. And we're still living in the hedge. There may be some times that the news may be earth-shattering. I don't know what we're going to go through this week, but I believe God's given me this message for a reason. <laughs> I don't know what kind of affliction. I don't know what kind of battle we're going to fight. But I'd rather fight it in the hedge of God than I would stepping outside of the hedge of God. See, when you live in the hedge of God, the devil can only get to you by what God allows. You realize that when God allowed Satan in, he told him, he said, he's in your hands, only take not his life. Well, what's that mean, preacher? That means all his houses. Amen. It means his livestock. God had opened up <clears throat> and allowed the devil to try to get Job to curse God. Amen. We'll try to help you tonight. The Lord is our, God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. The Bible says in the book of Job, in the 42nd chapter, In the 8th verse, if you want to go there and follow along, I'd encourage you to do so. Therefore take unto you now seven bullocks and seven rams, and go to my servant Job, and offer up for yourselves a burnt offering, and my servant Job shall pray for you. 
For him will I accept. I want you to get that statement. For him will I accept. Lest I deal with you after your folly. In that ye have not spoken of me the thing which is right like my servant Job. So Eliphaz and Temanite and Bildad, the Shuhite, and Zophar and Namite went and did according as the Lord commanded them. And the Lord also accepted Job. Did you get that? And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Also the Lord gave Job, get this church, twice as much as he had before. Then came there unto him all his brethren and all his sisters and all they that had been of his acquaintance before. And did eat bread with him in his house. And they bemoaned him and comforted him over all the evil that the Lord had brought upon him. Every man also gave him a piece of money. And every one an earring of gold. I want you to get this next verse. So the Lord blessed the latter end of Job more than his beginning. Now listen to me, church. It may be the reason that we may have to face something tomorrow may be for our benefit. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Amen. They were cast into the fire bound. Amen. You say, preacher, did they want to go in? No, I don't think they wanted to go in. But before the king, they would not bow. Amen. You know what they did? They made up their mind. They were going to stay in the hedge of God. Suffering in the hedge of God is better than living outside of the hedge of God. They went into the fire and they were tried. Amen. And you know what? When they went into the fire, the only thing that was burnt... Was the th- you know what the fire did? It freed them. God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of love. Amen. And power and of a sound mind. The king looked in. He said, Did not we throw three men in bound? And lo. I see a fourth man likened to the Son of God walking. You may go through the most violent storm this week. Low family, will you come please? You may go through the most violent storm this week, but I want you to know God knows. And God has allowed. Amen. God has not allowed that storm to come to run you away from Him, but God has allowed that storm to come so you'll look to Him. Amen. Why is it that church folk, amen, whenever the storm comes, we run from the shepherd. I never understood that in all my years of pastoring. Many times I've seen storm come in sheep's lives 
And instead of running to the shepherd, we run from the shepherd.